Hey guys, my name is Faiza and welcome to Mamahood in Progress. I'm a wife and a mom of four under the age of seven and most days I have no idea what I'm doing. Motherhood was always defined to me as infancy to age 18, but my philosophy is that motherhood is for life. Moms never stop shaping the way their kids' lives are. Sure, they step back after a while and let them grow on their own, but there's always a role that mothers will play in their children's lives whether it's as a caregiver, leader, mentor, or eventually friend. I created this podcast to talk with other moms at all stages of their lives and their children's lives so they can share their experiences, inspiration, and wisdom. Make sure you subscribe on our website so you don't miss a single episode. We will be rolling out new ones each week. I can't wait to share this journey with all of you. Bye! Hey guys, welcome back to Mamahood in Progress. I hope you're all having a great week. It is again a very hot day here in Florida. I am currently sitting in the car line dying. So this is a special episode. I'm actually going to start doing these a little bit more frequently and they're going to be called Car Line Chronicles. So when I'm in the car line, I feel like I have a lot of time Um you know, wasted time that I feel like I could be doing so many other things, but I obviously have no choice but to sit here. Unfortunately, we live out of district, so I can't even have Zane take a bus or anything like that. So I am stuck here until maybe we move a little closer to the school. When we first moved to Florida, we lived with my grandmother and she lives right around the corner from this school. And this is such a great school that I just couldn't see taking Zane out and putting him anywhere else. So we're just stuck here for now. And I'm here even extra earlier today because Talia has speech therapy. And so she has speech therapy from 2 to 2.30. And then I have to pick up Zane at 3. So I literally get here, sit in the car line for you know, a half hour and then go back and get her. And I just literally leave my car in the car line. I don't, I hope nobody says anything to me because it would just be dumb. But honestly, I just park my car in the car line, go bring her into the school, come sit. And then I go back and get her in 30 minutes. So that's uh, how my Tuesdays and Wednesdays are. And actually this week, Zane is, um, going to be done with school on Friday for about three weeks. They have a super long break here in Florida for winter vacation. So tomorrow, Thursday and Friday are going to be half days. So that's what's new with me. Um, I hope everybody is having a great week and getting ready for the holiday season. Um, So I wanted to just hop on here and, you know, again, this is kind of an impromptu thing. These are again, Carline Chronicles, things that I feel I want to discuss. Um, If you follow me on social media, you've maybe noticed that I've talked a bit about how Zane kind of got a little bullied when he was in school a couple of weeks ago about Christmas. So we're Muslim. We don't celebrate Christmas. And I obviously have lived the last 32 years with that. So it's not anything new to me. But now it's something that's new for my children. You know, um, before they were in school, it wasn't really anything that they thought of. You know, it was just kind of uh, an average day. But now that they're making friends and they're in this school environment and, you know, they're around it a lot more, they're being just thrust into it. And honestly, I have a problem with it. I don't have a problem with Christmas itself. My problem is that, 
everywhere they go, it's like they just can't get out of this Christmas time, I guess. And again, it's nothing to do with the fact that people celebrate Christmas. That's fantastic. That's wonderful. It's that my holiday, our holiday, our special times of the year get no recognition at all whatsoever. And I think that they definitely deserve the same sort of recognition that Christmas is going to get. In Zane's school right now, they're in the front office when you first walk in. There is, um, the, there's like some tables set up and there are, um, just like these, what are they called? Nativity scenes everywhere. You've got like a little baby Jesus and you've got just lots of very religious stuff. In my opinion, again, that's fine if you want to do that, but where is the stuff for Kwanzaa? Where's the stuff for Hanukkah? Where's the stuff for Eid? You don't see it. It's not something that is talked about much in schools or show. So in the car line every morning when we get to school, there's this woman who uh, I guess is one of the teachers or aides or something. And she is standing, you know, as the cars are coming in and she's waving and all happy and stuff. But every day she's had on like a different Christmas outfit. Um, she's either wearing a Santa hat or she's kind of dressed as the Grinch or a reindeer or whatever. It's not like a full costume. It's just kind of accessories. Um, and you can see how excited all the kids get and, and everything. And again, totally fine. But another example of it's kind of just thrown right in their faces, right first thing in the morning. Also, there's a lot of stuff right in the front of the school that is Christmassy. You've got, I mean, I'm looking here right now and you've got the Grinch, this big Grinch sign that says Merry Grinchmas. You've got reindeer and Christmas trees and candy canes all hanging from the, um, from the fence. Um, as I was saying, right in the front of the school, when you walk in, there's the nativity scenes and then there's like Mickey and Minnie with Santa hats and everything. And just everywhere you go in the school, there's a lot of Christmas stuff going on. Um, besides that, which is something I'm very surprised about because I don't remember this when I was in school in Connecticut. Um, they actually keep Christmas in the school um, curriculum, I guess, a little bit. And they don't teach Christmas, but, you know, all last week, Zane made, he made stockings and he made, like, reindeers. He made an elf, um, just a whole bunch of different things. And he's so confused. He is so confused because everybody is so excited. They're celebrating and they're, showing this as like, this is the way, this is the only way. And it's evident because that's how the kids are treating him. They're like, like a bunch of little girls and boys told him that he was cursed because he doesn't celebrate Christmas. And he was like, mommy, why are they saying these things? I don't understand. And it sucks. It's not fair. Um, I just, I wish that it were different. It wasn't different for me. So I don't know how much more different it'll be for my kids. Another example is that um, I dropped Talia off for speech just now, and there's a few other little girls that do speech with her here at the school. The teacher came outside to come pick them up, and all these little girls had gift bags for her, and they all kind of lined up one by one, and they gave them to her, and she was like, thank you so much. It's so nice. And then, like, it was Tali's turn, and Tali just kind of stood there, and she's like, oh, I brought my folder, and you know, it was awkward. I mean, she was so confused as to why the heck these girls were bringing presents for their teacher. 
um, last week when we were here, this same teacher, she had them make ornaments and Kelly got in the car and she's like, mommy, look what I made. She's like, it's an ornament. And I was like, okay. And she said, yeah, we can hang it on our Christmas tree. Can we go home and put it on our Christmas tree, mommy? And I was like, we don't have a Christmas tree, Tolly. We don't celebrate Christmas. And she's four and she had a meltdown because she was like, so disturbed that her friends, her little friends that were in the speech therapy class with her were talking about putting it on their trees. And she was like, oh, I can't wait to go home and do the same. It's very confusing. It's super, super, super confusing. And I am not saying at all that children should be unallowed to celebrate their holiday. It's just that I don't know where the inclusivity is. Why aren't we talking about other things? Why do no children no little children know about Eid. If I go up to one of these kids at Zane's school right now and I was like, hey, do you know what Eid is? They'd be like, what's Eid? I don't know what that is. Or do you know what Ramadan is? They'd be like, what's that? It's not talked about. Nobody knows anything about it. And it's not like some crazy cult following holiday. It is a very, very large holiday that thousands and thousands of people celebrate in this state and in this country. Not even thousands, millions. What am I saying? It's just, it's absurd. The other day I was on um, Instagram and I saw this company that is making Eid decorations. And, you know, Eid isn't until, I believe, May this year. So it's not for a little bit of time away, but it was just really cool to see that this company, they're like, you know, their whole thing basically is that they want Muslims to feel included in holiday decor right? So obviously there's lights and there's Christmas trees and tens of thousands of other types of decorations. And we don't really do anything like that because we don't want to make it seem like we're, we're trying to compete or do the same thing or confuse ourselves or our children. But, you know, this company, I wish I remembered their name as there are, you know, many others like them that I've seen recently that are doing the same kind of thing and they're creating decorations and they're selling them on Etsy or on their websites just again to try and I guess create some um, additional things that people can utilize. I mean I saw somebody had this really cool Ramadan calendar that is sort of like a Christmas calendar with the countdown. Um, so you know I'm happy that stuff like that is popping up a little bit more. Um, I don't know how it is in other states but Again, I know here in Florida that it is, like, just forgotten. It's, like, unheard of that there is anything else but Christmas. And I wonder how that makes even little Jewish children feel or children that celebrate Kwanzaa or maybe children that just don't celebrate any holidays at all. Um, it's just, you know, there's no, there's no inclusivity. It's just all one way. And, and that's it. So, um, I don't know, I guess we just have to do better for our kids and for ourselves. And, you know, so many things in the last few years are being recognized, you know, with gay rights and transgender rights. And that's amazing. And we have to do the same thing across the board. We have to be inclusive of everything. So anyway, um, that's kind of my spiel for right now. That's really all I had to say for this episode of Carline Chronicles. Um, I don't know why my voice said that. That was weird. Sorry. <laughs> um, 
And, you know, I just want to say one other thing that I actually really like this time of year. I like Christmas movies. I like even Christmas songs. And I love the camaraderie of people going out and shopping and it just the hustle and bustle. And honestly, I miss being in Connecticut this time of year with the chillier weather and all the lights and stuff. I think palm trees with that are decorated in lights are so weird. It looks so weird to me. You know, I, I miss all of that feel from up North, you know? Um, and obviously I'm very, I'm very devout in my religion and my faith. I don't celebrate Christmas at all. And I have completely different beliefs, but again, it's like the time of year. It's, it's fun. It's festive. And it would, you know, it might even be like that for people around Eid if they knew what it was, you know, it's such a great time of year that we celebrate. So anyway, I hope to do more of these, um, episodes where I can talk a little bit more about my faith, maybe from a perspective of somebody who's kind of in the middle, meaning that, you know, I'm not, I'm not as religious as maybe I should be. You know, I don't wear hijab, for instance. Um, I don't completely cover my arms and, you know, that doesn't mean that I'm right. It's just kind of the way that I've gone about in my life. Um, but like my mom who is hijabi, she's a rock star. I mean, it took her years to finally come to wearing a hijab. And I think that's amazing. And maybe one day I'll get there. I don't know. I guess right now I'm, I'm not exactly there, but again, that doesn't mean that I'm not devout in my faith. I pray, I pray five times a day. I fast. I mean, it's been very hard the last several years because I keep getting pregnant and I can't fast when I'm pregnant um, or breastfeeding or anything like that. And I mean, you know, that's not true. Like you can, but I, I, I chose not to because I was so sick during my pregnancies and even after with breastfeeding and stuff. So again, I'm, I'm sure there's a ton of stuff that people don't know. I get asked questions all the time from friends that are completely clueless and it's fine. It's just, Again, it's not talked about. So how, how are you going to know? All people ever associate with Islam and Muslims is terrorism and just just that, just terrorism and bombs and bad things. And it's not that at all. Islam is, is definitely not that. So anyway, um, I have to go get my child now. It is getting close to 2.30 and there's a lot of overcast. It's probably about to rain soon, but that's good because my grass is very dry at home. So have a great rest of your day. And I have a new episode coming up soon uh, where I talk to a very special lady. Um, so stay tuned. Bye. Yay!